folks. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits American and British comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. It's not funny to live in America or Britain right now at all. Like we are living through desperate times, mm. but we're going to mine it for humor, right? Mm. Are we going to? Are we? Yes. Yes. Definitely yes. going to give, yes. it a, give it a red hot go. UK? <laughs> UK, you with me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay, good. 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 I'm glad you're listening to International Waters. <laughs> In a sort of grim, unfunny, determined way. Yes. We can do this. We, we live through the it. blitz and we can do this. <laughs> for the country that at the time of recording teeters on the brink of Brexit or Bremaine. And I don't know what that means. Uh, from the award-winning <laughs> BBC radio show John Finnemore's souvenir program, The John Finnemore. Hello. Welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. Um, what is happening in your country right now? Oh, I'm going to tune it's... out in like four seconds, so just give it to me quick. <laughs> yeah, no, four seconds is all you need. We're deciding whether to get divorced or not. Okay, cool. It's, it's, it's what's going on. I yeah. got it. All right, cool. Also playing for Team UK from improv troupe Ostentatious and the BBC's Murder in Successville, she's Rachel Paris. Hello, Hi. Rachel. Hi. How are you? Hi. I'm very well, thank you. Good, good. What's your take? Well, I mean, no one wants a divorce, do they, unless it's absolutely necessary. And it's not necessary... We should stay, we should remain, and we should stop putting bruh on the start of words mm-hmm. where it doesn't work. Well, that's the real thing. That's the real thing. Yeah. It worked for Grexit because there's a shared E in yeah. Greece. doesn't work for Bremen. Are people saying that's, Bremen? That's the real that... issue here. Yeah. That's the real issue. It sounds too much like breakfast. The first it does. five times it does. I heard yeah. it, I thought you were debating whether or not to have breakfast. Yeah. That would be a much better debate. I'd be happy to have a referendum (laughs) on what to have for breakfast. Team UK, I need you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents your great nation at this uh, Um, grim moment in time. Well, the things that are happening at the moment are Brexit and Mm. Remain. Well, we could go for breakfast. We could pretend that that's what we're debating. Breakfast? Breakfast. That's pretty delightful, isn't it? It is a bit. It's it's basically deciding between the full English or the continental. That is exactly what Brexit (laughs) is all about. Wow, when you get right down to it, it really is. It's a debate Mm. about breakfast. Croissants or bangers? Great. Breakfast Surely it is. That's not an either or. Croissants or bangers. <laughs> now, here's the deal. We have an international team with me in the L.A. studio. Two different countries, two different insurrections against the British, playing for the nation that thinks drinking Guinness means you're super-duper Irish. From the podcast, <laughs> This Feels Terrible and Human Conversation, it's Aaron McGaffey. Hi, Aaron. Hey, everybody. How are you? I'm, I'm great. I'm too hot. Yeah. Too warm. It's hot as fuck in here. Yeah. Not, and not only in here, just in general, in all of Los Angeles. We've, yeah. we've suffered through two days of record heat, mm-hmm. and it was really awful. What did you do? How did you make it through? Uh, I uh, lied down mm-hmm. uh, with, a, with a fan blowing up between my legs. Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Smart moves. Smart moves. <laughs> that sounds blue, like I'm making a blue joke, but that's, yeah. what, that's genuinely what, what yeah. went down. Yeah. So you're in the middle of moving to Ireland, right? I am. Explain. I, uh, I'm trying to move to Ireland. I love it over in Ireland, and I'm, uh, I'm applying for an artist visa. Hmm. And so I am in transition. Okay. Which bit of Ireland are you moving to? Dublin. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Very mm. nice. So. We will miss you. We will Thanks. visit you. <laughs> Please do. Yeah, so much that you'll be like, stop visiting me. <laughs> uh, also, playing for the nation that actually is Ireland, writer and director of The Bachelor Weekend, and the forthcoming handsome devil, John Butler. Good morning. I actually had to look at the page. <laughs> Did you notice that? That I looked down at the page and then said John Butler? We're friends in real life, and he's sitting right in front of me, and I still had to check the paper for your name. You know my name, don't you? I do know your name. 
Yeah. Hi, Dave it. Holmes. Hi, John Butler. <laughs> Hi, Dave Holmes. <laughs> Hi, Dave Holmes. He said maintaining eye contact. <laughs> yeah. Oh, John. Now, you are an Irishman who we are trying to get to the States. I think I should sublet my uh, Dublin mm-hmm. flat to Aaron. Can we just break, oh, up, break away from the format for a moment to trash this out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aaron and John, what is your buzz in word? You're not really America. You're not quite Ireland. You're somewhere hovering in between. Well, mm. I was wondering, because your name is Aaron, and yes. because I'm Irish, if we could shriek potato. <laughs> I would love to shriek potato. <laughs> I, I, I may have an example. <laughs> Are we shrieking potato or potato? Potato! Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Potato! Oh, I love it. Desperate. I love yeah. it. Like, I must have a potato. <laughs> yeah. Right now. Stop. Yeah. Or there's a potato you, that's running uh, away would, from you into yes. traffic, and you're just trying to get it to stop. Okay. If you were to combine your buzzing word with our buzzing word, you get hash browns, essentially. You sure do. You sure do. You get a pretty serviceable breakfast. Yeah. 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 What a pleasant group of four people we are. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get the fuck into it. We're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up we call What's the Story? You'll be awarded two points for correct answers, one point for answers that are wrong but funny. If you're not sure what I mean by wrong but funny, imagine if they turned off all the cameras in the UK Big Brother house and then the lights. And then the oxygen. Uh, Buzz in with your buzz in words when you know the answer. Question number one. Britain's never, ever, ever shall be slaves news. Our respective great nations celebrated Father's Day last week. But UK supermarket Sainsbury's, am I doing that right? Yeah. 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 Sainsbury's uh, caused patriotic pandemonium when it suggested an egregiously American twist to a Father's Day staple. The humble bacon sandwich. What did old Sainsbury's Sainsbury's is wrong. Sainsbury's Sainsbury's is wrong, yeah. What did Sainsbury's tell British dads to stick in their sarnies? Oh, I don't know. Um... Potato. Uh, Oh, okay, yeah. (laughs) Mustard. No, incorrect. Balls. Breakfast. Mm -hmm. Potato. No. No. (laughs) And now I'm very confused. Uh, No. (laughs) Anyone else want to take a Potato. Yeah. A uh, hot dog? No. I'm sorry. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> to, put, to put in there. Oh, um, uh, breakfast. Maple syrup. No, but you're awfully close. The answer is peanut butter. Oh, what? Yeah, it's pretty gross. Oh, no. That's gross. Why would they do that? Well, I don't know. But here, here are some headlines. Sainsbury's wants you to celebrate Father's Day by ruining your dad's favorite food. Uh, (laughs) The social media furor. Here's some uh, perfectly measured responses from Twitter. Uh, At Sainsbury's, only if my son wants my boot up his arse. Peanut butter and a bacon sarnie. Heretics. You said that so beautifully. Thank you very much. It's like Ian McKellen was doing it. It was lovely. (laughs) Here's another. At Sainsbury's, if my kids did that to my bacon sarnie, I'd put them up for adoption. Hashtag only ever brown sauce. Hashtag man witch. (laughs) Which is is a whole different thing. Yeah. All right, here we go. Question number two. Hands and groins across the ocean news. Two stars, one British, one American, were photographed kissing this week. And Oh, my God. Jesus, there was so much more of the question. But but I already know that you know the answer. So later. Uh, Tom Hiddleston and Taylor Swift. That's correct. Crushing it. Crushing it. Near her giant mansion in Rhode Island, apparently. Who knew? Yeah. She has just like a beautiful she place to fall everywhere. in love. She got homes everywhere. And like, and apparently a ton of like cardigans. Yes. Like she looked like such cardigans. a weak, dying woman. In this. She did. <laughs> so frail. A frail, dying yeah. granny. Yeah. Yeah. It was she really... was treading so carefully. You got to. You got to. Right? I mean, she can't, she can't afford to fall. She can't afford a broken ankle. Yeah. Do you think she's seen high rise? No. I don't know. <laughs> Potato, no. No. <laughs> I like this could be a whole round. What has Taylor Swift seen? <laughs> 
<laughs> now, she took up with Tom Hiddleston. Apparently, they met at the Met Ball or something like that. And yeah. then she uh, she broke up with Calvin Harris. Calvin Harris apparently commented on the split by being photographed wearing Kanye West's Yeezy sneakers to the gym. What message is that meant to be sending? Well, Kanye and Taylor kind of have a thing. So it's like it's it's showing emotion through passive aggressive footwear. It's very British. Oh, I see. It seems oh, like to me you. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, suggested uh, like uh, portmanteau names for them mm-hmm. have included Tay Tom and Swiffleston. Do we have any? Do we have any better ones? Do we have any better ones? Swiffleston is absolutely a, adorable. Yeah, it I is, use right? Swiffleston for my to clean my fridge. Sure, a, a wet Swiffleston. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hit those corners. <laughs> Hit those corners. Got any? Got any what better about, ones? What um, about Tomla or Miffed? No, that doesn't work. No, where's the M coming from? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Hid- 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 Hidler. Hitler? Hitler. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, for a bonus point, on their uh, second date, Taylor took the Hiddlester, who, that nobody says Hiddlester. <laughs> nobody says it's not going to start now. Uh, away on her private jet, what is the most romantic gesture you have made to impress a new love? Potato. Sure. I don't think this is uh, romantic. Objectively, well, I know you, so <laughs> I wouldn't expect it to be. I worked with a man that I had a crush on, and I'm an, I was I was painting at the time in a very mm-hmm. amateur way. And I, in the reception area, I asked if I could have a quote unquote gallery showing of different paintings, and I just painted different things that he liked. It was creepy. Oh, oh I love that, though. Yeah. No, that's I great. Love that. Nice. Yeah. It's like something out of a film. So yeah. did it uh, work? I, I wore him down eventually. Yeah? But uh, <laughs> And then I, I thought I thought he knew that like all the paintings were things that he liked, but he, I had to tell him. I, and I, we're not still together. Okay. So, <laughs> so it worked. It worked briefly. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's the best you can hope for, really. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I brought a, um, a guy that I was meeting uh Mentioned that he liked cheese, mm-hmm. so uh, I brought to his hotel room a little uh, basket of mini baby bells, Aww. Aww. and we gently peeled the wax wrapper <laughs> <laughs> r- off them, and then devoured them, and then each other. Great, oh, very good. And then I afterwards, you could take the wax and like make little we things. We ro- rolled it into little balls, yeah, yeah, and played bulls on the on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, bulls on the bed is a great gay erotica. Yeah, <laughs> welcome, welcome to Bulls on right the now. Bed. I'm your host, John. <laughs> UK, UK, what you got? This this U.S. Um, Irish hybrid team is killing it. With yeah, well, they were both very successful romantic gestures. So I think we need to bring the the, the terrible failed British romantic gestures. <laughs> I when I was um when I was a teenager, I I was on a school trip with a girl I fancied our, to Germany, and uh, she was part of. She was a year older than me. And she was part of this cool gang of four friends who hung around together, and I sort of had a crush on them collectively and on her specifically. <laughs> and I was sort of hanging around trying to be noticed. Hello, and uh, they then they got this cool running joke going. Like in the town of Bremen in Germany, there's a statue of the Bremen town musicians, which is a, a folk fable involving four animals. You've got a, a, a donkey, and on the donkey's back there's a dog on the dog's back there's a cat and on the cat's back there's a cockerel and they all play instruments and uh, so there was this cool running joke going on and what my thing the only thing that I had that I thought I could sort of wave and say hello is I'd like drawing I felt I was good at drawing so I did a caricature of the four of them as the Bremen town musicians but I wasn't as good at drawing as I thought and so the caricatures just looked really they looked bad but they also looked cruel and the second mistake I made is that I made the girl I fancied the donkey. 
Oh, oh. So <laughs> there she is at the bottom of the cycle. I made the donkey, you know, kind of grumbly and sad because he's got all the other animals. She's got all the other animals on her back. And, and so it was just this really cruel caricature portrait of a girl as a donkey. And um, yeah, that was my idea of a big romantic gesture. <laughs> So she looks at the picture and she's like, oh, so you're a satirist. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we were getting along, John. What's this? Where's this come from? Rachel, can you top it? I gave up meat. How long for? I'm going to need a lot more context. (laughs) (laughs) It was just a joke. You know, it it was in a way romantic because then we could sort of eat. Basically, I went out with um, a very uh, dedicated environmentalist. Mm -hmm. um, And uh, yeah, that was was it really. I gave it me. It was... uh, (laughs) See, it sounds like too big a thing to be a gesture but I fear that it was just a gesture (laughs) the day that we broke up I ate like all the meat in the world (laughs) and it was never going to be enough because he ended up going out with an environmentalist beekeeper Um, that was never going to be me so. Uh, <laughs> points go to Team US Ireland now. Bulls on the bed is just, it's still playing yeah. in my head and it's fantastic. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. Uh, let's move on to question number three. Independence Day is right around the corner, and I don't just mean the absolutely unnecessary movie sequel, I mean the actual July 4th. Celebrations will be held around the country, but the police department of Huntington Beach, California has put out reminders for citizens eager to film the parade not to bring what advanced piece of equipment? Potato. Potato. Selfie stick? No. No, that was a really good guess. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I like that a lot. Thanks, thanks guys. Uh, Breakfast. Yep. Drone? Drone. Yeah, drones are correct. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, I don't understand how drones aren't... Just Much illegal worse. across the board. Yeah, it's yeah. just terrifying that you can. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah, there's one that goes over my backyard. At five Are we allowed every those? Really? I mean, it's ridiculous. Isn't it? Sorry about that, Dave. Yeah, it's really strange. Yeah. I think it's just the I mean, I kid think... flying it around. I don't, I don't think anything bad is happening. I, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> if my dick ends up because sometimes you know we're mm. back there. There's a hot tub. Yeah, sure. sure. You understand. Right? Shit gets yeah. real. Shit gets go. really real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me let me just explain. <laughs> According to a statement from Sergeant Jennifer Marlatt, they've had several calls throughout the last few years of drones interfering with police helicopters doing flyovers of the parade, as well as airplanes uh, towing banners along the beach coast. An interesting change of pace, though, because anywhere else in the world, flying a drone where it isn't wanted seems like the most American thing you can do. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of grim. Uh, For a bonus point, if you love America so much, why don't you marry it? Give me your best Fourth of July pickup lines to get America into the sack. For example, is that a map of Florida in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? Or uh, the British are coming. And by the British, I mean you. Or is that a gun in your pocket? Oh, that is absolutely a gun. You're, you're from America and you have a real problem with fireworks. That is definitely, <laughs> definitely <laughs> Fire away. Anyone? America, I love you so much that I would let you have Madonna back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, point. There's no you in my life, but there is one in colour. There just is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Uh, mine's very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, 1776. Oh, and then you shit. point And then you point at your private. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you point so, yeah, at your yeah, sex. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to sex? Do you want to have sex? Do you want to sex these? Yeah. Do you want to These are for sex. Do you want to, do you want to sex them? <laughs> like the Revolutionary War? Remember, remember that? Yeah, and you have to maintain eye contact. Yeah. And then you just slowly masturbate slowly. <laughs> yeah. And then you start crying. <laughs> And then you shoot a gun. Yeah. Uh, John, got one? I don't have one, but I was born on the 4th of July. So Is that true? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So um, I feel like it's a good time for me to be... Does that mean you don't have to woo America at all? Well, exactly. Mer- uh, America just falls into bed with you. America brings me drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. 
America brings you drinks. You bring it cheeses. I bring it cheeses. And it all works out in the end. Uh, let's recap our scores, shall we, at this time? Jennifer? Oh, my God, it's a tie. You guys, it's oh a tie. Oh. Oh Team UK God. has four points. Team whatever you guys are also has four <laughs> points. Uh, we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, International Waters is going to be live in London at the London Podcast Festival. We are so excited to get in front of a, a British audience. Other Maximum Fun shows are going as well, including Bullseye, Judge John Hodgman, the Beef and Dairy Network, but most importantly, International Waters. Superstar panelists, TBD, will be live at King's Place Saturday, September 24th at 9.30 p.m. Tickets are on sale now. For details, go to MaximumFun.org, and we'll see you there. Hey guys, this is Adam Conover. You may know me from my true TV show, Adam Ruins Everything. Well, guess what? Now we're doing a podcast version right here on Maximum Fun. What we do is we take all the interesting, fascinating experts that we talk to for just a couple minutes on the show, and we sit with them for an entire podcast, really going deep and getting into the fascinating details of their work. Find Adam Ruins Everything wherever you get your podcasts or at MaximumFun.org. Welcome back. You're listening to International Waters. I'm your host, Dave Holmes, with us playing for the USA and Ireland. So somewhere in between are uh, Aaron McGathy and John Butler playing for the UK, John Finnemore and Rachel Paris. Now it's time for a round that we are calling Thanks for the Memoiries. There are (laughs) literally thousands, literally thousands of celebrity autobiographies out there, whether it's a a renegade chef, uh, an attorney from the O.J. Simpson trial. Uh, the host of a transatlantic panel game show that pits American and British comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. Chances are there is a book that they have written about themselves. And uh, in honor of this great tradition, this round is all about celebrity autobiographies. Question number one is for you, Team UK. Pride Month is wrapping up, so we're kicking it off with some words from the, let's say, dicey at best queer cultural figure, Anne Heche. Here's a clip as read to us by friend of the show, comic and writer Laura House. Wonderful. I wanted to be Jesus. I was willing to martyr myself for love. I stood up in front of almost a million people at the Gay March on Washington last year and pleaded with them to love themselves. But what was I really doing? Pleading with my mother to love me. Look at me. I am Jesus. See what I'm doing? I'm telling everyone that they are children of God. Isn't this what you wanted? Is this enough for you to get you to love me? Am I Jesus enough for you, Mom? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep, Anne Heche, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Actual that words was so stirring. from Anne Heche. But Actual her friend words. show is hilarious. <laughs> Can we change our buzzing word from potato to am I Jesus in a few months? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So tell it done. Uh, so Team UK, your question. Anne Heche was famously attached to what celebrity? Am I Jesus in a few months? No, no, it's breakfast. just for Team UK. It's just for Team UK. <laughs> I know that's fun to say. Oh, and you said that second breakfast, Rachel. You I know that's so fun to say. Um, breakfast? Yes. Um, is it Ellen DeGeneres? Yes, it is. DeGeneres. I love that. <laughs> is that like aluminium? Is that how you say Ellen DeGeneres in the UK? How do you say it? How Ellen she, DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. Is she's that calling, she's, Rachel is calling her a degenerate. Yeah. That's what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Degenerate. Uh, yeah, that, uh, that excerpt was from Anne Heche's 2001 memoir, Call Me Crazy. Oh. Yeah, no, good mean, title. Good title. You we got it, babe. We all have. Uh, Amazing. I feel like if you're trying to sort of like persuade your restrictive parents to get on board with you being gay, telling them repeatedly that you're Jesus is a very mixed message. <laughs> it, is. It, is. it is. It is. It is. That's a tough way in. 
she eventually did become Jesus, though, uh, because among other things, the book details the time she wandered into a stranger's home wearing only a bra and shorts. She took a shower. And uh, she declared that she was God and was going to take everyone back to heaven in a spaceship. Yay. That's real. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's real. Yeah. Uh, that yeah, I remember Jesus did that. I think it's in Matthew, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Matthew 16, 16, 8. I like and then the he came amongst version. us in his bra and pants. And he yeah. said unto us. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then uh, my favorite part of the Bible is when Jesus goes on to star in the ABC sitcom Men in Trees. He was great that, that in that, really to be fun. fair. Was he was really very good. Was the really reviewers good. loved him. Yeah. Oh. And, and pa- pairing him with Buddha, I think, was just a stroke mm-hmm. of genius. Gone you know, too soon. Smashed. Gone too yeah. soon, that one. They should reboot it. Uh, question number two is for team you guys, uh, U.S. Ireland. Yeah. Uh, team, am I Jesus enough for you, Mom? Uh, here is a British celebrity reading his best-selling autobiography uh, from his delivery. I'm guessing he's reading it for the first time. Let's hear it. I mean, I have no idea what constitutes a good parent but i think they're they were pretty good ones um i've never seen either of my parents like act as if they were ever above anyone or you know so i always kind of grew up thinking that everyone was equal and everyone's the same and doesn't matter if you kind of have like a really big amazing job or you clean toilets or whatever but everyone's kind of the same I have a dream. <laughs> he, yeah. he improvised his memoir? That just yeah, seems like, like it, right? I'd yeah. love to see that written who's down. That, who's yeah. that skilled writer who just rolled out of bed? Uh, I will give you a hint. Footballer. He is in a boy band oh. that is currently taking a rest it, that they might have woken him up from. Is it um, Zayn Malik? No. No, it's not. Yeah. But you're warm. Is it a friend of Zayn Malik's? Maybe. Okay, I, can I don't know not, where they stand right now. It's not Harry Styles. It little... is Harry Styles. <gasps> Yay! I'm Jesus. But you said it wasn't yeah. Harry Styles, so I'm conflicted as to whether to give you the point. But I like you, so I'm going to give you the point. Yay! Yeah. Even though you directly contradicted the actual answer. <laughs> it is Harry Styles. Uh, One Direction's Who We Are is their third autobiography. Uh, it uh, makes them three times better than uh, Gandhi and Anne Frank. Not enough, I would Why? say. Yeah. Not enough. Not, not nearly enough. enough. Not enough. Why yeah, not? was that, it, like, I guess, did it go directly to audiobook and they just sort of... <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like recorded pillow talk with some poor groupie who's just lying there and has to hear about his how his parents were, I guess, okay? What was he saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it wasn't clear. Like, I guess, yeah, I guess my parents were, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Just but... fine. Just <laughs> fine parenting. Also, take your time getting there because it's a big point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get it wrong. Don't rush it. Don't yeah. rush it. Uh, okay, Team UK, question number three is for you. This is Susie Essman doing a reading for the YouTube Celebrity Autobiography Series. Take a listen. All my kids play tennis and ski beautifully. <laughs> At the age of two, I took each of them to the top of a hill and told them, ski down. <laughs> They would wail, I don't like it. Tough, honey, I'd tell them. Get to the bottom of the mountain. (laughs) Today, all my kids love to ski. We are a skiing family. I could listen to that all day long. (laughs) Uh, Team UK, who is that winter sports mom of the century? And I can give you a hint. She sounds lovely. If, uh, If she hadn't gotten divorced, she might be the future first lady of the United States. Um, uh, she's got a name like Ivanka. Is that right? Oh, Ivanka you're so, Trump. You're so close. Ivana. 
Ivana Trump. It's Ivana Ivana. Trump. It's Ivana Trump. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, And and her it's all downhill from here approach to skiing is exactly the same as her ex-husband's platform for running the country. (laughs) Just fucking do it. Just fucking do it. Just go forward. Just get to the bottom. I'm just going to tie America to a plank and throw it off a mountain and look all that skiing. Yeah. Okay? Just yell at it. It'll be great. Literally, I'm, I was halfway through a thing about, like, wh- where each candidate stands on LGBT rights for Esquire. Mm. And, like, literally, like, Hillary Clinton's like, okay, she supports, you know, in, like immigration reform and uh, safe and affordable uh, housing and health care for people with HIV and adoption rights across the country. And, like, Donald Trump is going to be great and you're going to love him. Like, that's literally all of his policy is, like, uh, yeah. it's going to be, it'll be great. You're going to love me. You love me. You're not going to be how great it's going to be. You're gonna, what's going to happen is it's going to be great. Like, okay. Okay, that's literally your. I can't write this. And yeah, it works. Yeah, people go. Well, I, do you know what? I like great things. Mm-hmm. I like it when things yeah. are great. And this guy's saying things will be great. And yeah. I mean, wow. look at it this way: it's better than when things are bad, right? Do you remember yeah. when things are bad? <laughs> I don't like that. I don't know that's, how he gets away with it with his messages. Like, I, I feel like going on that excerpt that his next sort of like campaign motto to appeal to the common man could be. We are a skiing family. Yeah. <laughs> and people would rally round. Yeah. Uh, for a bonus point, and this is open to everybody, which popular British comedy character who is about to reappear in a film is based on Ivana Trump? Oh, Breakfast. Yeah. I don't know which one. It must be either Adina or Patsy from Absolutely Fabulous. It is Patsy Stone from Absolutely Fabulous. Hey. Again, I'm feeling generous, so you get a point. Uh, Question number four, (laughs) Team US slash Ireland. This is for you. This is a quote from the memoirs of an elderly British statesman. Um, Okay, I need your help, Team UK. Give me really, (laughs) just give me really quickly a Brummy accent, because I'm supposed to do this in a Brummy accent. A little bit of bigger. Yeah, we can bow. It's something like this. Depends what you want us to say. Okay. It's a bit like that. Put it up in your nose, whatever it is, you'll be all right. Okay. (laughs) In In fairness, that's exactly how you sound normally. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try this in a Brummie accent, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna bail on it within so three seconds. All right. I grew up having to piss in a bucket, so there's no so there's no indoor shitter, uh, and now I have these computerized Japanese super loo things. They have heated seats and wash and blow dry your ass at the touch of a button. Give it a couple of years, and I'll have a bog with a robot arm that pulls out my turd, so I don't have to strain. <laughs> okay. So whose whose voice did I replicate so beautifully? Did you yeah. say that was a, that he was a statesman? Um, not he, really. I mean, in looks quotation like the marks. Cockatier. Well, I don't. I don't know who I that think, is. I think I know who it is. Who? Is it Ozzy Osbourne? It is Ozzy Osbourne. Oh. Oh. Was it my performance? Was it my performance that yeah. really got that across? You did it too well. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good. Yeah. That yeah. was from that was from I Am Ozzy by Ozzy Osbourne, Black Sabbath frontman and Britain's most famable, most famable, mm. Britain's most <laughs> lovable spouse abuser since Andy Cap. Uh, and 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 now we all have to picture his asshole for just a couple of seconds. Uh, Already doing it. <laughs> do, you know, do you know Andy Cap isn't really a thing in Britain, by the way? I didn't really? realize until I went to America that it's a big thing in America, this yeah. British comedy strip about British working class hero. We just don't, I mean, it's I don't somewhere, know who Andy but, Cap but is. we've never heard of it. Yeah. It's a comic strip that I loved when I was a kid about a, a guy with a, with, a, with a cap, with like a little, a little tam-o-shanter, little cap pulled over his eyes and a cigarette sticking out of his mouth and he would go to the pub and get really drunk and then show up at home and he, is, he and his wife would get into fights that would just be represented by like a giant cloud with stars and like a fist and a foot sticking out. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And, and, then, and then they changed oh it like 10 years ago they were like we're making changes to handicap to reflect society's changes. They took away the cigarette. 
That's it. All right. I, Ozzy's book also uh, recalls such famous incidents as the time that he urinated on the Alamo uh, and the concert when he bit the head off a bat, thus inventing the Batkins diet. Oh. I couldn't hey. let that one get away. I couldn't let that one get away. Uh, okay, at the end of round two, here are our scores. The UK's got seven, USA, Ireland, whoever you are, and number six. We'll be right back with our final round after this. Hey, James. Hey, Ineke. Where are we right now? You're in the minority corner. Haven't you been here before? You know what? I think I have. Because you're a woman. And you're a gay man. And we're, we're both, both black. black. And now that we're here in the minority corner, what should we talk about? How about race, gender, and sexuality? Ooh, and we can gossip about celebrities, and I can quiz you on pop culture. Ooh, and we can have guests. We're going to learn, laugh, and play. You know, that sounds a lot like Blue's Clues. Only it's more black, gay, and ladylike. Minority corner with the K. Check us out. Because the C was taken. Hey, welcome back to International Waters, and so to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried super hard, but I want you to know that it's been as useless as trying to convince Americans that Brexit isn't a Ricky Gervais character, because (laughs) the winner of the final round will receive one million points. Guys. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, John. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, John. Yeah. And by the way. Oh, you should just say Anne fucking Hache, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Anne fucking Hache. Uh, all right, this round is an old favorite. All our guests today are lucky enough to come from first world countries. Uh, but you know what that means. First world problems. Mm. Uh-oh. Uh, now, we know the world is currently a semi-terrible place, and it feels like it's about to burn down, and it feels uh, good to complain about footling nonsense. I've never uh, come across that word in my life until just now. And I think I said it wrong, but that's okay. Uh, That also leads to feelings of guilt. Luckily, the internet has found a solution to complaining about trivial crap. Tag it, hashtag first world problems, and everyone will think you're super self-aware. Erin, your podcast is about helping people. Right? Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, Thank right? you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That just occurred to me now. Yeah. And all, all the rest of you are, are super sensitive and ready to help the healing. So we've jumped on the Twitters and found some of the most heartbreaking dilemmas labeled with the hashtag first world problems. For example, my sister and I can't stop arguing if it's spelled D-O-N-U-T-S or D-O-U-G-H-N-U-T-S. Hashtag first world problems. So just as practice, how would you guys, how would you help her and her sister through? Oh, boy. Um... I know this is a difficult one. <laughs> I mean, is violence allowable? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, it's well, encouraged. Just, yeah, I mean, I think yeah. I just. I think just drop a <laughs> just smash heavy block or something onto their heads. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you make a giant donut. Yeah. Right, and if you're. <laughs> Keep, continue, keep going. I like where this is going. I'm genuinely just laughing at the idea of a giant donut, like a. I say, I say, whatever, whatever, however you spell it, when you're being smashed with it to integrate your violent, exactly. your violent right? UK, any thoughts? I don't. Unimprovable. I yeah. mean, that's the solution. I don't know. I don't want there not to be a giant donut. Yeah, we're not so... going to be the guy saying no to the giant donut smashing. Is she saying that the problem is that she just doesn't like arguing? Like, is that the big thing? No, I think it's just that... that it's frustrating to argue. Yeah, I, think, I guess that it's frustrating to argue. Yeah. The, the donuts are really secondary. Right. So I guess we're moving into relationship counseling then. Yeah, I guess we are. Really, it's more the issue. Or yeah. is it more um... that she wants a, a universal spelling system? Like, is She it, doesn't want to have to think. feeling the frustration that... The she doesn't donut... want to have to decide. Yeah, just give it to her. Yeah, yeah. Just give it to yeah. her. Yeah. So should we actually, like, right now, 
mm-hmm. agree on a on a, just a standardized spelling of donut? Yes, it's the GH one. GH? Yeah. yeah. Great. Done. Yeah. So it has <laughs> been decided. You. Okay, so here's the deal. I'm going to put three minutes on the clock. I'm going to read you some first world problems. Whoever offers me the best advice overall wins the million points for their country. We're going to keep it quick fire. If you have an answer, dive right in with your buzz in word or phrase, and I will, I will get to you. Uh, three minutes on the clock starts now. What is it with bartenders now? The lime. It's not garnish. The patron has to squeeze it. Hashtag Breakfast. first world problems. Bre- yeah, UK. Um, you need to hire your own private person to come to your home bar and yeah. serve so that you don't have to go out to dirty, horrible public places. Yeah, exactly, you fancy motherfucker. Uh, yeah. All right, moving on. I'd have used the lobster emoji if they had one, but they don't. Hashtag first world problems. I, I, I might use this enough for you, Mum. Yeah. Uh, the scorpion looks very much like a lobster. Okay, great. And great. It's equally delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> please, Osborne please put one in your mouth. Uh, we have a vacuum that drives around and vacuums our house, but my mom still makes me use the regular vacuum. Hashtag first world problems. Uh, I might use this in a few months. Yes. Sit, sit on the former and operate the latter. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's a really smart idea. That's too good for this person. (laughs) That's good. I was going to. Tiny coach and horses just riding around your flat in state. Exactly. (laughs) I would like to see you draw a cartoon of that, John. (laughs) Which of the vacuum cleaners would you like your face to be? The bottom one, please. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I want food, but I don't want to get up. Do you see my problem? Hashtag first world problems. Am I Jesus enough for you, Mum? Yes. Sleep in the pantry. There it is. There or it in is. the press. There it is. Or in Ireland. Or slingshots and baby bells. Uh, <laughs> I feel like if I don't have at least one piece of hashtag avocado toast per day, I will surely die. Hashtag first world problems. Hashtag vegan. Hashtag avocado. <laughs> we we under, We get it. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> asshole. Breakfast. Yes. Um, it, it's true. They will die. They will perish if they don't. But the way to keep that going is to Instagram every single piece of avocado toast that they have yeah. and just keep retweeting and re-Instagramming throughout the day. Great. Yes. Just, so just keep this person occupied. Keep, yeah, their, keep, keep, their, keep their, their hands occupied. busy throughout the day so they can't do other exactly. things. Exactly. Great. Uh, I have anxiety over the proportion of whole grain pieces to marshmallows in my Lucky Charms. Life used to be easy. <laughs> Hashtag first world problems. <laughs> Anyone, dive right in and save this idiot's Breakfast, problem. where are you getting Lucky Charms in this day and age? We, I Do they not them. have them in the UK anymore? There is a cereal no. bar in Hackney that might have them. Oh, yeah, good point, yeah. But I'd say it's, it's 10 quid a bowl. Yeah, <laughs> it's worth it as a special treat. Absolutely. Maybe, yeah, we don't, we don't seem to have a problem for this one, so I, I'm going to say the solution I, is I... go fuck yourself. Unless, <laughs> unless... <laughs> say if you have a younger sibling, time them. Do that trick where you say, like, I'll, I'll, I'll test you. Can you take all the marshmallows out? And then do oh. separate them. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking too practically about this. Yeah. That's what I would no, but you're great at manipulating children. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. It's a quote for your poster. <laughs> Trying to pick a new signature scent for myself is more difficult than I anticipated. Hashtag oh. first world problems. Just smear yourself with garbage because I think that's probably your signature scent. Your yeah. personality is yeah, garbage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Roll yeah. around in garbage. Yeah, yeah. One, okay, one last one. I'm trying to listen to music, but the maid is vacuuming. Hashtag first world problems. <laughs> Jesus, enough for your mum. Yeah. Give the maid a recording contract. <laughs> ah, I love it. Because you know she's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Because generally speaking, they are. Yeah. yeah. Generally, people who have fled from war-torn countries, have mm-hmm. they have some emotion. They have some rawness to them. 5,000% more spirit than you do sitting there Mm -hmm. whining about the fact that they're making your house better. Absolutely right. And you've tipped the scales. Team US, Ireland, whatever the hell you are. You're our winner (laughs) of the 1 million points, which, let me just do the math. 
means you've won the entire episode of International Water. <laughs> right. Congratulations. Congratulations. Right. Oh, you've done it. You've done it. Congratulations. Now, before we finish, uh, do you have anything you want to plug? And then to offset the ego karma, maybe something else someone else made that you want to uh, bring a little shine to, Rachel Paris. Ah, I was worried you were going to come to me first. Um, I'm trying to think of the, something else that someone else is doing. Um, oh, you can start with John. Yeah, I do a uh, sketch show called John Finnemore Souvenir Programme. It's going out on Radio 4 in Britain at the moment, and you can find it on BBC iPlayer. Uh, that's my thing. And something I've been uh, enjoying lately, which I'm, I'm a bit late to this one, but um, everyone's been telling me it's great for ages, and it turns out they're right. It's called The Detectorists. Um, it's by Mackenzie Crook, and uh, it stars him and uh, Toby Jones, and it's about two men in a little local metal detecting club and i think the reason i didn't watch it for ages because it was because i thought oh well i can run that in my head you know it's about men and their funny hobbies and yeah fine but actually it's much better than that it's really um um it's it's fantastic characters and uh, every time you think it's going to do something it it you know you think that you've seen before it uh, takes a left and does something slightly different right on the detectorists Mine are, uh, I'm in an improv group called Ostentatious, which is going to Edinburgh and then on a national tour in the autumn. So check that out at Austin Impro. I'm in Murder in Successville, which is on the BBC this week. Uh, And uh, my one that's not to do with me is um, a Radio 4 programme called Expenses Only, which is about um, interns in a company, these unpaid internships that we have to go through when we're young. And it's really, really funny. It's got some great people in it. And that's going to be airing on Radio 4 in July. Right on. Thank you, Rachel. Erin McGathy. Uh, my, I'm, I'm going to be doing the, uh, the Edinburgh Fringe. I'm doing a show called Love You Loudly Woo! at the Gilding Balloon at the Counting House. And it's my first Yay! time. So come on by Yay! and tell me I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm really, uh, I'm really enjoying a Lady Dynamite on Netflix, Maria Benford's mm-hmm. show, mm-hmm. which I would highly recommend if you have not seen. It's very right. weird and wonderful. Excellent. Thank you. John Butler. So I'd like to recommend that people watch The um, Gay and Wondrous Life of Caleb Gallo, which oh. is a web yeah. series uh, on YouTube. Episode four was posted last week, and it's by this fantastic uh, writer and actor called Brian Jordan Alvarez, mm-hmm. and it is just about a bunch of post-binary queer folks living in Los Angeles and having insane um, and ludicrous kind of adventures. It's very sly. It's very funny. It's beautifully acted. It's hysterical. I think it's the best thing I've seen web series-wise in a very long time. So um, I would watch that. It's fantastic. And something you've done. Something I've done. um, I have a film. uh, My second feature film is called Handsome Devil and it stars Andrew Scott, who people will know as Moriarty Mm. in Sherlock. And it is uh, due for release towards the end of this year. But I'm I'm on Twitter at Mr. John Butler Mm -hmm. where I'll be bragging about everything to do with me forever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Can I I reveal that I've seen it and it is an extraordinarily good movie? Thank you very much. It is fantastic. And it's coming out. It must come out in the States. I do very much hope so. Mm -hmm. All right. Right on. John Butler, Aaron McGathy, John Finnamore, Rachel Paris, thank you for playing International Waters. You there with the headphones, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on International Waters. Goodbye. You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with Aaron McGathy, John Butler, John Finnamore, and Rachel Paris. Our theme music is USA vs. White Noise by Lady Tron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. Thank you also to Little Roundhouse for the five-star review on iTunes. Uh, our show was recorded at Guild Free Post in London, and at Max One HQ in Los Angeles. The script was written by Sarah Morgan and Riley Silverman, and our producers are Tony Anderson and Jerry Marmer. And we 
all of you. Bye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.